when you are ready to to make this kind of journey within yourself you're saying okay i'm here i'm ready let me in let me in like all of the forces of light and i mean unless you feel like you need some kind of protection going in there okay that could make sense but aside from that do we need all of the flowery language you might not so i'm a selfish witch mm-hmm, that's all right so i'm going to my kashik records i ain't worried about everybody else <laughs> <laughs> i'm going there for me okay so the, the so saying like you know protect me and and the highest good for everyone else forget all y'all <laughs> <laughs> open the door let me in let me get what I want and I'm out and okay also I feel like if I'm not protected in my own records that's a problem I'm witchy and I'm woo Welcome to the Witchy and Woo podcast with your hosts, Aunt Carla and Emperor Shoshana. Join us each episode as we conjure up conversations about magic, lore, energy, and more. Hello, Emperor Shoshana. Hey there, Aunt Carla. <laughs> hello, hello. So let's talk about something a little different that we don't usually talk about. We talk a lot of about a lot of basic magic things, but I'm going to go a little more esoteric today. I have been reading about, learning about the Akashic Records. Oh, and yeah, yeah. And um, do you know what that is? Do you know anything about Have you heard of it? These Akashic Record things? <laughs> okay, spoiler alert, dear listener. Um, I knew we were going to be talking about this today. So I read a book. I crammed oh. for this like it was an exam. Oh. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so what I know is what I just read. Okay. Um, but I will say my experience before when people mentioned Akashic Re- Records um, was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> because in I just didn't understand it. But now mm-hmm. re- I actually did do an Akashic um, experience like last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to a shop in Connecticut in Ridgefield, Ridgefield, Connecticut, the Angel Cooperative for anybody's in Connecticut in Ooh. the uh, Fairfield County area. And they have lots of workshops and lots of events. So they had one on Akashic Records. So I was like, you know what? Let me give that a shot. So it wasn't until I started reading this book about it, and I'll have to get the name of it, um, that I started to remember, like, oh my gosh, yes, I did have experience with it. But I'm, I'm, the, my big question with the Akashic Records was like, where the hell is it? Well, I have a theory about that. So, okay. you know, so as witches, magical people, we talk about the astral plane. So, so let me quick, quick, uh, a quick cliff note. So, so the Akashic Records are allegedly, supposedly, uh, whatever, a, a collection of all the thoughts, events, knowledge and ideas that mankind has had since the beginning of space and time. So like this is everything that's been recorded now in the future in the past. And it's sort of like this big library that you can visit and you can get information. You can tap into this collective knowledge or this collective unconscious. So now as witches and magical people, we talk about the astral plane, you know, this place where 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 do our intentions go when we do a ritual we we you know we we get our elements together we light a candle we say our 
our incantations or we speak our intentions, we blow out the candle, the candle goes out and where does it go? Well, supposedly it goes into the astral plane. So when I was first hearing about the Akashic Records, I was thinking maybe it's like in the same building, like the, the Akashic <laughs> Records and the and the astral plane, they're like right next to each other. Maybe they're like the same place, like a mall. That's kind of how okay. I had Now, so I'm, I'm very new to the Akashic Records as well, but in my brain, that's how I was kind of putting it together. Because I'm like, well, if we believe that an astral plane exists, a place like another dimension where we, our magic goes and then it comes, it does something and then it comes back and, and makes things happen, then why wouldn't there be some kind of ultimate library of sorts where these records are. So, you know, you do not, dear listener, you do not have to believe anything that we talk about today, but it's just a, it's just very interesting to let your mind take this little flight of fancy. Cause I just kind of feel like, well, if one exists, then so could the other. So you can come up with your own, uh, your own idea on what that is. So, but I would really like to hear, Empress Shoshana, what you were thinking. It's like, you know, your whole, your mind. Because the thing I love, one of the many things I love about you, Empress Shoshana, is you don't believe everything that you hear. You quite, you, you, and I think that's good. I think skepticism is very healthy, and we should not believe every single thing because that's how people get taken advantage of when you believe every old kind of thing. So I am really interested to hear your thought process when it comes to the Akashic Records. So when I first heard the Akashic Records, I didn't really understand what, as I said, I didn't know where it was. I didn't understand like what the purpose or point of it was. And I'm still questioning that. Mm-hmm. Um, because to me, it's like, how do I, how do you know? Like, how do I know that I'm in these these records? Um, and so I did do, as I mentioned before, I did go into do the Akashic Record class. And so they brought us into um, what did she do? She had us, you know, meditate into a meditative state. Mm-hmm. And then we were to imagine um, a building. And so I imagined the building and then you go in and then we had to have a question. I don't remember what my question was, um, but we were supposed to go reach for a book in this. Mine was a library. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I went and reached for a book and I opened it and I remember the answer, whatever it was, I was, it was there. It made sense. Um, but then after that, you know, you close up the book and you say, thank you. And you go and leave. And so that was my experience. I was like, okay, all right, maybe there might be something to it, but I'm still not, still not sure about it. What do you, you, have you ever had an experience with the construct records? Have you tried? I did. I did once. And, um, it was really interesting. So, so I also went with a question like I wanted to figure out, OK, what do like my husband and I would do these historical uh, programs and I wanted to get an idea of, you know, what what can we do next? So you could you could take a very practical kind of question and say, OK, I want to get an answer to this, but it, it might be something you something you're asking about on a more personal level. But what I feel that this is, I think it's it's really your unconscious and you know, we, we say this a lot that you already know the answers. The answers are already inside you. And I believe that when we do any kind of Akashic Records practice, we're just 
creating like a construct in our mind in order to tap into it. So I have a question of A, B, and C. Like there's a, a question that I have. And by going through this process, I'm asking my unconscious to give me an answer. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a library. Maybe it's a, a forest. I, I don't know. But I mean, this is just what your brain, it's a construct, a construct that we are using in order to get an answer. And I think it could be what it, if, if you had invented this, like you might give it another name or you might give it uh, a different kind of visualization. But when we hear Akashic Records, we think, okay, maybe it's a big library or some people think of it as sort of like, um, they'll see it like, like matrix with like binary codes. And, but even mm. so the, 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 the result is still the same. You're getting some kind of answer. And in many different processes, um, you might get a, you might meet a guide as well. So, oh, so, um, so many people access these records or this unconscious space, I don't know what you'd call it, by prayer, through intuition, or meditation. Meditation is probably the most popular. I have, when I was researching it, I found a meditation and Akashic Records meditation on Spotify. So I just put in Spotify Akashic Records meditation because I just like, I don't know, because people do do this different kind of ways. But I'm like, well, let me let me see what else is out there. And I basically listened to a couple of like the beginning of a couple of different podcasts, I guess they were until mm -hmm. I liked the person's voice. Like for me, I'm, I'm an auditory person. So the per I, I, I like to, I need to like that person's voice. I, I need to like the person's vibe. And thankfully, you know, this is the internet. There's so many different things to choose from. So I kept trying till I found someone. And then I took a bath and I listened to it and I got the answer. Oh, and so I, I let's see. So I went to this library looking place and, uh, when I was supposed to, some of these meditations will ask you to have a guide, you know, mm -hmm. like, like you will meet a guide. And my guide was Jennifer Lewis, you know, like, <laughs> like, like, like sassy, sassy, um, African-American actress. And she was just, <laughs> it was just like, I was like, you're my guide. Really? I mean, like, it's not even like I know her that well, but still she is who showed up as my guide. Um, and the other thing is, when you get your answers, everyone, apparently different people get their answers in different ways. So for example, you could get a book and maybe see the words already there, or some people say that the words just show up as they're looking at the page, or it might be a scroll. And then um, for me, I heard it, like it wasn't Jennifer Lewis talking to me, but, or just sort of like a knowing came through, like, I don't know, you call it a divine download, like the ideas came. So, mm -hmm. It's not one particular way. That's also why I think everyone is going to have a different experience because also of what you might expect. I don't know if that's what you were asking, but I'm sorry, I just went into that. But that was that was my experience with the visiting the Akashic Records. But I, fe I felt it was it was very successful. I haven't gone back yet, but you know I could. <laughs> it, yes, you absolutely can. <laughs> so the uses of the Akashic Records are. Um, I, I suppose infinite. In the book that I'm reading now, it's um, Akashic Records Made Easy oh. by Sandra Ann Taylor. Oh, and so um, in that she says that you can go into your Akashic Records. They have the past, the present, the future. You can go in 
And if you, it's almost combined, uh, a part of it is also past life regression. So oh. you can go back into your past and see what, um, what happened there. Um, you can, instead you can rewrite it. Hmm. And then you can look into your future, uh, future records and see what the outcome is. And if you don't like, and if you don't like what the outcome is, you can change what's in the present to change the future. Um, like investigating. And for her, she says that the Akashic records are everywhere and in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I thought that was really, really interesting. And she calls it um, uh, like your, your soul's map. Ah, and, it, and the records are part of her energetic body. And so when she said, took the energy, I'm like, hmm. the woo me was like, hmm, okay, all right, maybe I'll give this a, some more careful thought mm -hmm. uh, to really get into it. And she's one of the last thing I just read was she's saying that it can even be the more emotionally charged a, a situation is, mm -hmm. it's probably reverberated in your past. So okay. if you maybe like a, a time of year or a time of day, you have maybe have a negative emotion for it or time of year, like you always feel like this is awful. Or like for me, like when the time changes, mm -hmm. seasonal disorder, something like that, and I get really whatever, um, sad, uh, that could be a point I can potentially go back into my Akashic records and look what happened in my past lives and mm -hmm. see what maybe traumatic something may have happened during that time change. And she said that you can repair it or change it. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so that, that's what I got. Wow. So it's like shadow work, but, but, but not just in this life, but in your past life. In all of them, past, present, and future. That's really interesting. I'm not a big fan or big proponent of past lives, not saying it doesn't exist, but I'm just like, I, I, for me personally, I feel that sometimes we need to really work out what we're doing in this life. <laughs> you know, I think, and and I think, I feel that some some people use their past life as an excuse to not deal with the one that they're in right now. And I'm not saying that it doesn't count, but just I I feel that um, you also have to look at what's going on, what's going on right now, or what's going on in your in your in the childhood that affected you in this particular life. I mean, perhaps it's something that's been repeated through lifetimes, but I think start where you are now and then go backwards. But um, that's another, that's the, that's probably another uh, episode on shadow work, I suppose. But anyway, I'm, I like the idea of this place where the, all these records are kept that you can not only tap into them, but your thought of or what you said about going in and changing them i i like i like that a lot um i like to do that with dreams for for example if i have a bad dream yeah. and something really bad happens or, so, or like i don't like the way it ends if i can before i get out of bed i will make i will create i will recreate that dream manually like that manually i will create it like right then and, and give it a happier ending you know like i remember having this dream where i was somehow me and another woman were like kidnapped by these people and, and we didn't know how to get out so before i got out of bed like i made myself see 
a happier ending, like some way of us escaping. Like I'm like, I am not starting my day with that, with that thought in my head. I have to see this as uh, like, I'm not leaving with, you know, with being kidnapped. I'm like, no, we had to escape. So before I got out of bed, like totally conscious, I remade that dream and I gave it the happy ending with us escaping. So it's that similar idea. I guess I you said I went and I manually changed it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, isn't that kind of what what we're talking about? We're like we're we're giving it a different ending or giving it yeah. a more positive ending. So this is this is like the power of the mind. I feel like this is like I am in control over the thoughts that I think. Yes. Yeah. And you can manually, and with the acoustic records, you can manually go back and change things. And I. I like that idea because mm-hmm. there is something, some, something started whatever we are right now. And if you can, yes. I feel if you can understand it, like, okay, that, then you can work on that to heal that. It's kind of like, I like that idea also because Reiki energy, you can use it to go back and heal something in the past and put energy right. in the past. So this is kind of along the, I mean, it is about energy. So kind of along the same lines of that. I just, I'm just really more interested in learning more about it now as this topic came up because I actually read it instead of being like, oh, well, you know, mm, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, and now, <laughs> now I'm like, hmm, I still, I'm still not sure I know about that, but I'm, but I'm intrigued to continue reading more. I'm going to finish this book. So it's Akashic Records Made Easy by Sandra Ann Taylor. And then in this book, they, she also gives exercises that you can use to tap into your Akashic Records because it is, it is not difficult to do. Mm-hmm. I like that title. Yeah. Well, also, uh, uh, I believe it's from, it's a Hay House um, series. Mm-hmm. They have lots of books. Like I have Reiki Made Easy. Yes. So um, so their Made Easy books are really, are really easy to read and digest. So if you're interested um, in their series. But I just feel that there's... You know what, guys? I'm gonna re- I'm gonna finish reading this book and I'm gonna report back on my findings and how I feel right. about the uh, the akashic realm. If I uh, if I if I'm a believer. Well, how how was your experience so far? You said you did try it already and you found a book. Yes, I, right. The book I was talking about the akashic. No, 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 no. The box. Didn't you say that when you? Oh, that, visited? Yeah, yeah. So I did go and I did find. I don't remember the question that I asked. It was like a year ago. So mm, I don't remember what the question was. And so it was an okay experience, but I was like, okay, no, but still like, like, how do I know? Like when you want to pass life, it was like, how do I know? Like what's proof that I'm actually back there and that actually happened. I'm not just making that up. Well, my question about that is what if you are, but what if it's not that you went back, but that there's this divine information that came through and you're supposed to know it, not supposed to question it. You're supposed to be like, oh, okay. I mean, how, how do we know that magic exists? You know, I mean, we do the magic and boop, you know, we, we things happen. But, yeah. you know, there's a lot of, we have to have, you know, I guess some kind of faith and, and we do the, we, we follow the steps and and then we get the outcomes. Some good, right. some not so good. But if I'm going from the past, I have... To me, I'm like, I have no proof of that what happened or what I think happened, what 
actually happen. That's where that's where I'm. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, again, that's see that that's another thing. Like, I don't that's why I'm not looking for like past answers. Uh, but if I am going into past, as I said, I'm going to create some kind of happy ending for myself. <laughs> like, I don't want to go back to that. I want to do something different. And and that's to me, that's the psychology part. Like there's there's like the metaphysical part. But I think there's also that psychology part. If, if you see something that you don't like, then then just go ahead and change it. And I think there's there's something very empowering about that so whether or not it's true you can still do something about it you're like well i don't like what i saw so i'm just gonna i'm gonna change it right now and give it a happy ending and then keep getting up like i you know that's i i don't know like do we we will never really know i suppose but we have control over what we do with that information or what we do when we see it how do we react is there a lesson there to learn I don't know. I don't know. But um, I found some history of the Akashic Records, if you want to hear it. And I will include the links because when I did the research, I found some really interesting websites and I will include them in the in the uh, show notes. So one of the earliest references to the Akashic Records was made by Helena Blavatsky. She was the founder of the Theosophical Movement in the late 19th century. And Theosophy, Theosophy, yes, is an esoteric belief system that incorporates philosophical tenets from Eastern religions while maintaining that there is no religion higher than truth. I don't really know what that means, but um, but. Blavatsky said that she learned about she learned about these records from these Tibetan monks or Mahatmas who said that these records could be found in the Akasha, which is the Sanskrit word for astral light or the ether element in Eastern belief systems. And this fifth element of space is considered the fundamental fabric of reality from which all elements emerge. So remember when we talk about the elements of earth, fire, water, air, well, the other one is space or spirit. So that that spiritual realm that we don't really know anything about, but it's within all of us, it's its own dimension. So it's, it, there's, there's, there's magic in there and that's where like the astral plane is and we're all just trying to figure out what it is. <laughs> but anyway, um, in a more modern times, metaphysician Rudolf Steiner also referenced the Akashic Records, and he asserted that every action, word, and thought, it leaves a trace in the etheric realms. So this is that idea that anything that's ever happened, or anything that's ever been said, there's like a trace that's left. So when we tap into the Akashic Records, we are able to access that information as well. So that's it's just very, it's you know, it's, it's very interesting to think about. Um, and then those who subscribe to the Akashic Record models often reference the Book of Life. Like there's some big Book of Life that was first mentioned in the Old Testament, actually, in Exodus. And the, the biblical scripture asserts that a record of every life is kept in heaven, and it is from these records that the souls are judged. But of course, what we're talking about is that you can not only just uh, that instead of it being judged, we're like, we're going back in there and we're like making rewrites and stuff, right? Is that, is that what we're doing? It. Yeah, we're editing it. And I, who, who are we to know? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, whatever. But 
I just like the idea because for me, when it comes to magic, I'm really interested in the psychological part of it. It's it's not just I'm doing I'm I'm manifesting stuff. For me, I'm I want to be aware of of who I am and what am I actually doing with my magic? Like what am I creating? And am I creating something that is good for me? Where am I going? Like I'm asking all these big questions. Some people are just like I want my 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 ex back, but I'm like I want. That's- that's the what? Capricorn in you. Yes, it is a Capricorn in me. Like I want to know. I, I want to I, I want to to master you, myself. Yes. You want to be the best. I want to know how to just get in mm-hmm. there and do it all. Yeah, everyone's like, I just I just want a date for Friday night, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now also did you have a record keeper because they also uh, some teachers talk about when you go into the akashic records you might meet someone so i was telling about like jennifer lewis and i don't know if you know and jennifer lewis she was the one who's like i don't want nobody fucking with me in these streets yeah. <laughs> I didn't say, that is so if, if those of you if, you if you don't know who jennifer lewis is that's that's who my my guide was this this sassy black woman i love it um but did you have did you happen to have uh, any kind of record keeper that that was your guide during this experience? So um, I did a little, they had a meditation here. So I did a little one before our session. Hmm. Um, so just to step in there and see, and I saw the same building that I saw before ah. um, or my records. I, I feel like my, I, it's not, it looks like a museum. Hmm. Fine. And there's like lights going up on the top. Um, so there was, I don't know what it was, but it was, it had a cloak, a blue cloak. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a man, a woman, a person, I don't know if a ghost or whatever. It didn't talk to me. Okay. Which is fine with me. I don't like a lot of talking. And <laughs> we just went, that's just it. We just went in there. I sat at the table and we're looking around I'm like all right that's all I'm here for and then I thank them and then I left oh wait so you did that right before this session today yes so you just want to go check it out and say okay bye yeah pretty much okay all right cool all right but there was somebody there or they and they didn't speak or you just wanted to like visit and say all right I'm here oh okay that's cool so I was so one of the things that I learned that the people or the beings that or the guides that that inhabit the Akashic, Akashic records, um, they are known as uh, masters, teachers and loved ones or MTLOs for short. And they're basically your spiritual team. And it's their job to kind of help you to translate any of this in a way that you can understand. But also they are there to keep you from delving into information that you might not be ready for yet, or it might be counterproductive, uh, you know, for you to have. So just the idea that you might, there might be like kind of a librarian or a guide, or it could be an ancestor, someone that's there to say, hey, let me help you find this information, but let me put you in the right direction. Mm. So the tourist is not like that. Yeah. Oh, you're like, let me just do this myself. Exactly. I don't need help. This, this yeah, is no. mine. I look at whatever the heck I want to look at when I want to look at it. Yeah, these are my records, dang it. Exactly. You're gonna tell me what I can look at and what I can't look at. Wrong. <laughs> well, let me ask you. So why did you not well, why did you just go and visit today and just go like, oh, I just want to see. Okay, see you later. Bye. Like, 
why why not ask for something? I mean, you don't have to, but you just wanted to just like check it out and be like, oh, okay, cool. This is cool. All right, I'm out. Well, I was following the meditation. It was just to go and check it out. So I was like, okay, that's what we're going to do. Oh, so it was just like a, a check it out kind of visit. Okay, okay. So the, it wasn't, so the purpose of that meditation wasn't to actually, uh, to go in there and ask to do. Oh, because you could just go and check it So, Dear listener, that's a good idea. If you would like to just go check it out, you do not have to come back with it. It does not have to be a fact-finding mission. You could just go and check it out and be like, oh, oh, that's cool. You know, like um, I saw <laughs> I saw an IG today, a reel. This guy was like, you know, I've been I've been going to the gym for the past 30 days. <laughs> and, you know, and, and this time I'm actually going to go inside. So like he's taking us <laughs> and he goes inside the gym and, and, and you know, he shows it around. He's like, Whew, wow, that was intense. And then he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so he still hasn't worked out. He's gone to the gym, but not inside. Mm-hmm. Now he goes inside and then he leaves. So you can do that in the Akashic Records. It's okay. You can just visit if you just want to, you know, work your way into uh, getting comfortable with the idea. Oh, and I re- also remember reading something that for some people, the idea of the Akashic Records might be, you know, especially if you're feeling kind of skeptical, skeptical, and you're like, I don't know about this thing. Um, yeah. It might take more than one visit to kind of feel comfortable to actually look for something. So that that little visit that you had today is totally in keeping with that idea. So if you, dear listener, want to just visit the Akashic Records to see what it's like and not do anything, that is totally, you know, totally, totally doable. And I do remember someone who, um, um, during Witchy Happy Hour, saying that, I don't know what happened, but that she went and she slept in her Akashic Records. Wow. Wow. Did she say for how long? Maybe the night. I don't. I'm like, I don't remember. Oh wow. Okay. Well, you know. Okay. I I I don't know what that means. Did did she did she just sleep there? Did she do anything? She just slept there and just. I think it was. Um, she might have been feeling unsafe. Or where she mm. Oh, you mean like in real life, unsafe? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so she went there, sort of like a little haven. Yes. Oh, look at that. That's very interesting. Wow. Wow. Again, I feel that that is also the mind. That is the power of the mind for us to find that safe space, even if we have to go within or to the Akashic Records. Yeah. Wow. See, I hadn't even considered that. But this is also this is why I feel like the brain is so powerful, like the human brain can help us find the answers that we need what what whatever it is and we spend a lot of time looking externally mm-hmm. when that those answers are within and i think like the akashic records is just another method of tapping into those answers that are already inside you i mean or at least you can access them from within inside you so from within inside you is that a real phrase you know what i'm trying to say yeah. <laughs> but they also say that a lot of people um a roadblock could be disbelief. Like some people are just like, mm, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, I don't know about that. And and it might take people a few times to try it before they feel comfortable or they feel like, oh, maybe this is something. So if you have tried it and you didn't really 
you know, it didn't really click for you, maybe give it a couple more chances first. You know, just like anything that, that we do, we don't know everything right away. We don't get things right away. Our, our magic doesn't necessarily work the first time through. But sometimes we get lucky. <laughs> and you know what? If it doesn't resonate for you, you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Exactly, exactly. Now, I found six steps for accessing the Akashic Records. Can I share them? Of course. Okay, all right. So let's see, because this is like, as I said, I did like all this research a while back and I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. So there is a method. So the first is you decide what it is that you want to know before you do anything. Two, you ask yourself, do you have a specific question? And you want to spend time to, to have a, like a clarifying intention. This isn't just a yes or no necessarily. This might be information that you really need to dig into. It's like open-ended. Yes, yes, open-ended. Exactly, exactly. And it says when you're ready, number three, when you're ready, use whatever meditation practice you prefer to enter a relaxed, open state. Everything comes down to meditation, doesn't it? And then um, there's some methods have like an opening prayer. So whether you're looking online or it may be in that book that Shoshana, Empress Shoshana was talking about, there may be a prayer to recite. And um, so you do that after you've had your, uh, your meditation, or maybe you might be listening to a recording somewhere. And then you clearly state your intention and you request a guide. Now, if you're like Empress Shoshana, you might, might like, I'm just, doing this myself. I don't need a guide. And then, um, and it says, but if you do connect with another being, ask their name and clarify what you're looking for. Ask open-ended questions to them. And then when you're ready, you end your session and take the time to record the experience. One of the, the things I was reading at a few different places, they, they're always, they always say, make sure to end your session. And the thing is, when I did mine the first time, I forgot to I forgot to close it. I was like, I was so excited. I like, I got my answer and I was like, all right, good. Oh, let me jump out the bathtub and let me do it. Blah, 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 blah. I never closed it. <laughs> Oops, so sorry. Put the door um, wide open. Yeah, I left the door open. So I, I guess, I don't know what that means, but um, I have to go back. Um, oh, 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 I found a little note here. And so those are the six steps. Now there's another uh, notes that I have here for you. Cause I, I did, I taught, an introduction in my magical you membership group and you can you know if you're interested in that you can check that in the show notes as well and what i found that i like this is from the notes that i taught it says i think in the beginning it's almost it's always the most difficult because you have doubts and the question is how do you know that you're accessing the akashic records and not just making it up in your mind so y'all cannot see empress Shoshana nodding her head right now so um, it goes on to say, I would say the initial stages of the training are always the most difficult. But once you've had an experience where you simply can't make it up with your mind, something you can't come up with by yourself. And once you've gone through some repetition with these experiences, you realize this is not in my mind. It's not my creative mind making it up. And it's information and it's coming from another source. It's not trying to construct anything in relation to my intention or in relation to you know what I want to know. It's just the information that comes regardless of the opinion of my mind or regardless of the preferences of my mind. So it's saying the Akashic records are a vast trove of information containing incredible wisdom and insight. And if you're curious to learn 
why you are who you are or how you got here or future possibilities that you might find yourself experiencing, it might be a fascinating resource. So, so back to that question, at, at some point you might hit something that you're like, I couldn't have made this up. This mm. is just so beyond my understanding. I could not have made this up. I don't know, but keep trying, I suppose. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) That works for me. I mean, there's so many different things in this world and I guess beyond that we just don't understand and we will never understand. And we don't have to agree or believe in all of them, you know, so but I think it's good to keep an open mind. Yeah. As long as guys don't be trying to tell me what to do in my own records. Okay. All right, then. Okay. You were saying um, have like an opening prayer or whatever or something from one of those steps. Mm-hmm. It's like, how about this? Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's really funny. I, I prefer the, the meditation. Oh, that's why I didn't close it because there was a meditation. And by the time I got my idea i'm like i just turned off the thing and just kept going because i I hopped out of the bath to act on what so that's why i didn't close it but um there are these opening prayers and and i think also why i decided to do to go with someone else's meditation is because the opening prayer i found it's really kind of like listen to this (laughs) and so we do acknowledge the forces of light asking for guidance direction and courage to know the truth at his as it is revealed for our highest good and the highest good of everyone connected to us. Infinite spirit, protect me from all forms of self-centeredness and direct my attention to the work at hand. Help me to know myself in the light of the Akashic records, to see myself through the eyes of the keepers of the records and enable me to share the wisdom and compassion that the masters, teachers and loved ones have for me now. The records are now open. I'm like, please, please. Ah. Open the door. I'm coming in. <laughs> exactly. I'm here, y'all. That's that would be me. So I think also, I mean, this was clearly written by someone else. And and I think even this, I, I had to edit some of it because some of it was just like, oh, really? Really? And I think we have to use words that feel right to us that feel comfortable to us because like if i read all of this i'm gonna i'm gonna be laughing so hard i'm like this 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 does not resonate with me at all but you know shoshana i love your way you're like okay i'm here open the doors let me in like you you were saying i am here i am ready let us begin and not have the whole like rigmarole and that might not be necessary so again i think it 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 what speaks to you when you are ready to to make this kind of journey within yourself? You are saying, okay, I'm here, I'm ready, let me in. Let me in. Like all of the forces of light. And I mean, unless you feel like you need some kind of protection going in there, okay, that could make sense. But aside from that, do we need all of the flowery language? You might not. So I'm a selfish witch. Mm-hmm, that's all right. So I'm going to my Akashic Records. I ain't worried about everybody else. <laughs> I want it for me. Okay. So the, the so saying like, you know, protect me and, and the highest good for everyone else, forget all y'all. 
<laughs> Open the door, let me in, let me get what I want, and I'm out. And okay. also, I feel like if I'm not protected in my own records, that's a problem. That is a very good point. So that's how I feel about a lot of things about protection. People say, maybe when I know I'm not going to be, I'm going to say, maybe I'll be proven wrong because I know I'm not going to be. So when people do like cast spells or they cast, they um, cast circles and things for protection or mm-hmm. you know, from everything like that. I always go in there, I'm like, I'm already protected. I'm not going yes. in there thinking that something's going to harm me or something's going to come to me or, or anything like that. I'm all, I'm like, look, I'm here. I'm already protected because, because I decided I am. Yes. And so when people do prayers, they tell you, make sure you protect, you do have to protect your energy in certain places when you know where you're yeah. going or you don't know where you're going. But like mm-hmm. when it comes to like magic and those type of things are like, you know, cast spells, a circle of protection before you start the spell. I'm like, oh. That's just oh. me. But see, that says so much about your sovereignty right there. And that is just another reason why I love you so much, Shoshana, because you know yourself, you already believe that you are divinely protected. Now, there are people who are new and they're like, oh, they get very scared when they talk about even doing a spell and they feel like they need to have all of these protections up. But you and I are very similar in that way. Like I don't do a whole bunch of protection stuff because I know that I'm protected. I, I, you know, and I'm keeping my spiritual hygiene up just regularly. I am not putting myself in weird places that I feel dangerous. That I mean, dangerous that I feel are dangerous. I feel that I am divinely protected wherever I go. I feel like my spiritual team is with me at all times. So it is not. I don't have to do all of this extra protection stuff. Um, some people do feel that way. I think. I think a lot of that comes when people are new and they're just or they've been listening to other people and they get kind of scared. And I think for those people, I always tell them. Well, if that's how you feel, then you need to put all the protections that you need up there. But if you have been doing this a while, you already have a shorthand of whether it comes from that that in, that knowing, that inherent knowing that you are safe, or maybe there's something else that you do, you know, just preparing. But um, I, I think it all comes down to how comfortable you feel about your practice and and the protections that are already bestowed upon you. So. Thank you for saying that. You're just like, you know, it's like shopping. You're like, I'm going to the grocery store. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm going to get my, I'm going to get a couple things for dinner and then I'm out. Like, I'm I'm not here to do a whole bunch of like wild, crazy shopping and go through all the aisles and stuff. I know what I want. I'm going to get in. I'm going to get out. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's magic in that. <laughs> and I don't want to talk to anybody while I'm in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get in and get out. No lollygagging. In the records. Keep it moving. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so I think I, I think that was a really good that, that was a really fun exploration of the Akashic Records. And I bet no one else has this kind of conversation about it but us. <laughs> we are obviously, dear listeners, we are not fully versed in it, but we are we are more than well we are more than glad and happy to give our opinions yes absolutely we got nothing else we have plenty of opinions so uh if you have any opinions you've had any experiences with the akashic records please let us know we would love to hear it yes yes teach us something that we don't know because we're always open to learning 
Thank you guys so much for listening as always. And until next time, go out there and make something magical happen. Because you are magic. Thanks for listening to us. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you love this episode, and we know you did, please share and tell all your spiritual friends. If you have a question or comment, or just want to tell us how fantabulous we are, please send all praise to witchyandwoo at gmail. That's W-I-T-C-H-Y-A-N-D-W-O-O at gmail.com. You can also join the Red Soul Flower Magic Family Facebook group to continue the conversation. Until next time, may your manifestations come to fruition.